On this week's episode of the Minnesota Rundown, we discuss the soda stream from this past weekend, from all the support, donations, and the incredible guests that were able to come on. We also talk about some crazy stories that happened behind the scenes. All that and more on the Minnesota Rundown. Minnesota Rundown, presented by 10,000 Tastes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of the Minnesota Rundown. It is currently May 5th, and just this past weekend, we had the Soda Stream. There was so much work put into it, but I think it was in the end, we had to put out a lot of fires, but in the end, it was all worth it. We ended up raising over $1,700 for the Groveland Emergency Food Shelf, so based out of Minneapolis, so great work, everybody. I want to thank everybody. Yeah, that's sarcastic. sarcastic. <laughs> that's 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 an old back to uh, that's an old bit. Our good friend Alex Hager, who was uh, one of the OGs on the take, unfortunately gone. But yeah, rip after a week. Um, anyway, but going back, yeah, we want to thank all, all those who donated. Um, we got over seventeen hundred dollars, and it was just such a fun experience, such a fun time, and we want to thank all of you who tuned in and all the guests that came on. It was it was such a fun experience. The week and flew by, though. I mean, what, what are your guys' thoughts? Well, really quickly, um, for those of you who didn't get the opportunity to tune in, I know it was nice outside, and I even admitted if I wasn't mm-hmm. doing this this weekend, I, I would have been outside golfing and stuff. Fortunately for you, we are going to uh, edit the entire Minnesota rundown and, uh, and re-upload it in clips. So if there's someone mm-hmm. that you really wanted to see – uh, throughout the next month, we'll be posting clips of each one of those run uh, each one of those interviews that you missed. Um, so yeah, if if there's someone that you guys really wanted to see us interview, you'll be able to see it again pretty soon. So look out for that. But yeah, I mean it was a lot of fun. What I realized mm-hmm. is that a lot of these people, you know, that have all these followers and all these fans, and 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 so many of us, including ourselves, look up to, they're normal people. You know, with, mm-hmm. in this quarantine, we're all going through this shit together. Even Dick Bramer. You know, he, he had a bar behind his thing, and I go, that's a nice bar you got there, Dick. He goes, yeah, well, it's getting used more than normal. You know, like, we're all, we're all going through all this shit together, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I know we got cocktails right now. I mean, it's just – it's the pandemic life. Yeah, I mean, it was – yeah, I mean, that's why it was a lot easier to like talk with them. It's like, you know, you can be nervous and all that, you know, talking to a lot of these high talented people, but they're going through the same stuff we're going through. They just want to have a conversation. You know, a lot of them aren't, a lot of lots going on. So that's why we thought this would have been a good weekend to have this going golf for a good cause and to get some high end media personalities and other people on from, especially based that are based out of Minnesota and put a good show together. And, I, and as much as there were a lot of issues that occurred, um, I think, I think overall it was, it was worth it. And I mean, a lot of things behind the scenes, I think for the most part on screen, for those watching, it looked great, but there were definitely, there was, there were definitely some, uh, fires, fires we had to put out, especially like on day one, like literally in within the last hour before we started the stream, it was crazy. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And, uh, yeah, I mean, from the start, I think it was just 40 minutes before we go live with our first guest and we can't even figure out how to get the audio to work. Yeah. We're all freaking <laughs> out. I know the us three are running around. Okay. T- try this, try this. Is it, do you hear it? Do you hear it? Bubba is just sitting in the corner, scrolling on his phone. Out out on hanging out. Yeah. At us. I'm networking. <laughs> I'm researching. You're on Tinder, dude. I mean, you're talking about, you just fell in love with a new girl or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll run from Boston who hunts oh, ghosts. Yeah. She's going to be, yeah. It's like, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to start dating her. What dude. Okay. We're sitting here scrambling and you're talking about some random broad you just matched with that day. Like, can you help us a little bit here? What are you doing? Like, it's just, it's just a mess. 
And we're scrambling all over the place. And we finally, we think we get everything set up. And I think it's like five to 10 minutes before we go live. And then Andy, he goes to charge his phone into yep. the power, into the power extension cord where we have like everything plugged in, all of our computers, all of our monitors, talent everything tablets. to run the stream, or the talent tablets, yeah, the et cetera. Everything, the TTs. But everything to run the stream was pretty much plugged into this thing. And he clicks the reset button on it because he wants to charge his phone. There's a whole entire apartment where he can charge his phone. And he goes to the one power strip. We're running the whole entire stream off of five minutes before we start. For those of you out there who have seen the movie Airplane, you know, as he's right about to land on the runway and it's pitch black, the runway goes dark. And there's like a guy sitting there with a power cord out. And he's like, ha, just kidding. And like plugs it back in. Totally reminds me of what happened. Like Andy just shuts the fucking power off for the whole stream. Ten Except minutes. Except it wasn't a it joke. Starts. He but, legitimately but he thought actually, like it was fine. And and I and I made a comment earlier. I was like, God, I feel like we should almost put caution tape well, around all the because te- you guys our our streaming setup setup was completely was MacGyvered. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. that there was a point where if you had moved the computer either six inches to the left or like four inches to the right, something would come unplugged. That's how much mm-hmm. tension was yep. between all the different cords. So like, you know, I'm, I made a joke about, we need to put caution tape around all the, the, the setup because someone's mm-hmm. going to fuck it up. Surely enough, I probably should have like put on the power strip. Legitimately. Do not turn off. Cause we have kids in the room. Apparently we have kids working for us. And I remember, and, and right when, around when you were saying that I was trying to plug in one of our uh, talent tablets and the TT to charge it. And it, and I was just, I was, I was like, Oh Jack, I don't want to unplug something here. Cause I plugged it into a power strip. And I was just mentioning, yeah, we should be careful around these power strips. Don't bump anything. And you're saying, yeah, we shouldn't, well, we should put caution tape around something. And sure enough, here comes fricking Andy, AB. Some of you may know him uh, who have maybe read, well, he's written one blog, I think. Like, <laughs> introductory yeah. blog. But if you know, he, he bumps the yeah. He turns. Why are you touching the switch, dude? He resets it. He literally Ten clicks the button to start. reset he, everything. Uh, AB very good at networking. One of the best to ever do it. One yeah, of the he, worst mm-hmm. at a power management. We'll just say that. Oh my god. I wish dude. I wish so badly that we had a video of him doing that because he when he looks up he looks sorry, terrified sorry, after he does one, it. Man. I was like, <laughs> and then, what the fuck did you just Andy. do? And he was like, and then he responded, I, I don't know. I was like, well, what do you mean you don't know? You know you exactly what switch. you did. You did. There, this is a power you know, switch. Simple cause and effect is what happened here, pal. Science. <laughs> it, well, then what? Ten, ten minutes later, ten minutes later, we have our first ever live interview for the Soda Stream going on with oh, Jesse gosh. Pierce. Jake, you were with Andy. Uh, and what we kind of did before we went live with all of our guests, Cringing. we talked to him for two or two to chat, five minutes. It's kind of saying chat. hi, trying to get to know each other really quick. Oh and Jake. Gosh. Tell everyone what Andy said to the lovely Jesse Pierce, who, of course, runs the Bar Down Beauties podcast. Oh, my gosh, dude. It was the most cringeworthy thing of all time. So we're just trying to make, like, (laughs) small talk before we go in live, okay? And Andy notices a scented candle on her her dresser right behind. Okay, fine. You know, we're making small talk. He's like, oh, oh, what is that? Uh, What? I can't. What's the scent of the candle? What's the scent of the candle? And um, and she's like, oh, it's it's like Mystic River or something. Like it smells really good. He's like, oh, so- sounds like it smells good. I'm gonna have to come over sometime and smell it. Like I'm like, I look, I look right at him. Like, dude, Andy, you can't say that. I, I looked at Jesse. I'm sorry, oh, Jesse. Jesse. I'm so sorry. It's like she was such a good like, what? about it, dude. She could have been what? like, okay, fuck these guys. I don't care. About yeah, you. like. <laughs> Like this is the first people she's for doing it either. Gosh, it's the first yeah, people she's interacting, interacting with uh, at ten thousand takes. She's our first live guest, and this is what Andy goes on and says. And then he's saying like throughout pretty much the rest of the weekend, "How was that weird? How was that weird? You, this girl, you don't even know this girl, and you're you're telling her, you're asking her, I should come over there and smell it sometime. Dude, the first that is, two minutes of their conversation, he's saying well, it. And, oh and, it, and it seemed like that was a common trend throughout the weekend was people, people. so as you guys oh know, gosh. this whole thing started as Zane, Jake, and I, 10,000 takes in September. We moved on to 17 people, a lot of awesome guys working with us, you know, including Andy and Bubba and, and Dev and a lot of these other guys, so shout out to you guys for all your hard work. But we do have to point out that some of you do some weird shit. Uh, Bubba came over and, you know, it was, it got really hot in here. You know, we, we had some really nice weather this weekend and, and we hadn't. We had professional lighting, which made it so much hotter. Yeah. Added 10 degrees to the room for sure. And so Bubba gets hot. And the first idea he has is to take his shirt off, 
which is one thing in itself. And then he goes and lays in my bed and like, he's rolling around he's and in, shit. He's in my bed. Like, phone. you know, guys like right here, he's laying there and he's shirtless and he's like, but he's like under the covers. So, and then he, you know, his justification was, <laughs> so, you know, I walk in and I go, what in the flying fuck are you doing? Get out of my bed. And he starts laughing. He goes, I was hot. Then why are you laying with the cover under the covers? You? How you know, does that make any sense in your fucking brain? How does that make a single I, bit of sense? I don't know. And then he, what did he say? And he's like, "Well, Jaxie, I don't care what people do in my bed." Yeah, yeah. So the next what, morning going- he, go, he goes, "I heard you were pretty rattled about the fact that I was laying in your bed." I go, "Yeah, most people would would get pissed about a three hundred plus pound <laughs> oh gosh, sweaty man. man laying in their bed, right? Like that's pretty normal to get mad about." And he goes. Listen, Jack, I don't care about my bed. You know, you can come over. I'm like, no, that's where that's the, your bed. That's where the disconnect yeah. is, is the fact that you well, don't realize you did. Something I don't care. Wrong. So circling well, back well, to, to Friday night and people is is we we saw a trend where people were doing weird things, and, weird shit, and they weren't and they weren't able to admit it. Like they weren't able to yeah. understand why. It's yeah. Weird. What Bubba's response to you when you challenged him about it was. Jack, you could come over to my place and have a wet dream, and I would still sleep in it. I don't care what you do in my bed. That was his legitimate quote he said right after. And it was like, how do you respond? That's your bed. You know, okay, so AB, Bubba, if you guys are listening, I don't have a problem with you doing weird shit. Listen, we all no, we, we love it. All We're all weird. weird. We're all That's weirdos. part of the bit. We admit it. But the fact the the problem with you two is is that you you don't under you know you don't get that you did something weird you know there are things I know. Like, there are things I say every day where I go and I'm like oh damn wow, I should, that was, that's, that's a little weird, weird. I'll say yeah, it right? like, wow that was weird I sorry I yeah. said that but yeah. like they were like defending their weirdness which yeah. is you know I I don't know how to handle that <laughs> and you know what's funny too and know it's funny like when it was like near the end of like Friday night when we were bringing up the Andy thing again. While Alex is laying on the couch with his shirt off, he's like, Jack, you really hire some weirdos. Oh, okay, man. Really? Right now, you know, I'm so dumb with this. It's like, dude, yeah, oh take a look God. at yourself oh. right now. You're rolling around on somebody's bed. Weird brains, man. I mean, we're like I said, we're at the here at ten thousand takes. We're all weirdos. That's 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 what makes us unique. But the problem is, is that those two were they didn't understand that they were being weird. You know? Yeah. I mean, and it's 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 one thing to be weird, but it's the next thing to not be aware of being weird. And and I mean, it was hilarious, but at the same time, like just telling Jesse Pierce I'm gonna come over and smell things in your house is it's not. I mean, it's not normal. And and you don't no. think it's not and to think it's not weird when you said that I I don't know what's going through your head I do not well, know where you justify that that statement I want to go over to your house and smell that well and it's I, not and, weird how is that normal in hindsight <laughs> we probably should not have let Bubba and Andy two kind of weird guys run so many interviews together but but oh well it turned out pretty good in the it end was, but it like was holy hilarious. shit and they, and they both did, i mean you know nothing against andy <laughs> they both he, did good jobs he did an amazing he, andy for those of you guys who yeah. don't know andy got like half of our guests yeah I he mean, did a good yeah. job without, him, without him you guys. wouldn't have not have seen all the names he did so you know mm-hmm. this is this isn't a rip on andy hour or a rip on bubba actually every time we do the run now we rip on bubba so that's kind yeah, of a, yeah. Kind yeah of so we're shifting usual, but. yeah now we're shifting it to andy a little bit we got to do it to somebody i mean we do it to everybody everybody's punched everybody here like you know metaphorically through blogs or whatever i mean that's what we're that's what we're about mm-hmm. but going back to jesse pierce to make things worse though when when right after andy says that and we go live we cannot hear her and she can't hear mm-hmm. us and we're live she's and our this first is just, guest this too sucks. like it's yeah i'm like we just this isn't a good start this kid over here is asking to go over to smell her candles and now we can't she <laughs> yeah, can't even we can't I, even yeah, have a damn I, I remember thinking like after the candle comment <laughs> a candle oh. gate and mm-hmm. and not being able to hear her Andy was like looking at me after or you guys were looking at me like so what's the deal and I'm i was like, just scared. i don't know like, and then like a minute later either you or andy were like do, do we got this figured out and i'm like no we don't like i couldn't no. tell you the first thing to do in this situation i mean we're a bunch of rookies who would never run a live stream having some of the most talented famous people in the state in the entire area the midwest whatever you want to call it russo the world of hockey pa the world of football you know having all these people come on to our stream without any prior experience was i mean mm-hmm. it was like throwing up a full court shot you know when you're down by three so <laughs> i would say we got lucky but Moments like Friday, yeah, looking at the candle comment and then not being able to hear our first guest. I remember the words Firefest came to my mind and I'm like, like oh no. Is this going to be gonna a look virtual like Firefest of Minnesota? 
We're gonna look well, like a first bunch of, all, of frogs. Shout, shout out to Jesse Pierce for being so cool Such through that yeah. through the com- through the candle Thank comments you, <laughs> through the audio shit. Yeah, that that was definitely very very interesting. And then of course we we would go on to Minnesota sports fan, which is Eric Strat, right? Cool guy. Yep, Beauty. Eric Strat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was awesome. But cool like last banner. I, we were so worried about getting the audio and everything right, where we did, couldn't, ch- we didn't change over the guest names properly. So the nah, whole time we, it's a Jesse Pierce <laughs> yeah. under him. Well, he died. Yeah. focused on the details in it, and it showed. <laughs> yeah, no, I think then we got John Krasinski right, who was a great interview. Mm-hmm. I remember like one particular highlight. Johnny Athletic. Johnny, yeah, Johnny right. Athletic. Yeah, Johnny Athletic Boy, man, Johnny Boy. I know that one. One thing that I just remember one question is I asked him hypothetically. I know it's crazy, but. Is there any way you see the Timberwolves winning an NBA title before the Wild or the Vikings win a Super Bowl? And he's just like, well, I haven't started drinking yet, so yeah. I don't think I can really answer that. And then, you know, I, I took that and I, I bounced another thought off and I go, all right, Jake, Jake threw out something stupid. Time for me to do it. Yes. And I said, stupid thought. I, I, and, I mean, I, I still fully believe this, but would I, would I ever tell a lot of writers, you know, very, very credible writers you know, would I ever explain this opinion to them more than once? No, but I said it anyways. I go, John, g- give me your thoughts on this hot take. I think, uh, I think Jameis Winston's going to be a top 10 QB after LASIK. And he had this mm-hmm. look in his eyes where he's like, but like, you know, you naturally, a- naturally <laughs> his, his, his camera friendly side came in. He goes, well, you know, I could definitely see it. You know, and he had, he kind of helped support my argument, but I knew in his head, he's like, who the this hell is this take. guy? Yeah. This guy knows nothing about football. Look, look, I know that this is a Friday night and this is a casual stream and you guys are, are kind of this crazy, you know, loose cannon, you know, unfiltered guy, but that's still a crazy that's ass take, man. You are a moron. And maybe in a situation like that, the charity bit protected me like. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's like, guy, okay, whatever. This guy needs to be told, you know, what's up. I, and maybe, maybe John actually, what he was saying, he agreed with, but you know, John, if, if you were saying that. To be nice, I totally understand because it's one of those things I believe in that I'm not quite sure I believe in, but I, I say anyways on the air, so, you know. Yeah, and then I still remember, though, and then we had Gunpuck Wild on, and, you know, speaking of, like, we had, like, issues. I remember looking at the stream. It just said John Krasinski under the Gunpuck Wild guys. I'm like, this makes no sense, but it's just, it's just, it's just like, okay, it's just what it's going to happen. I mean, people know. They should know this isn't John Krasinski. Like, I mean, come on. matters. It's, it's, it's about the content. It's about getting the, uh, you know, the right, you know, getting the right questions and getting the right answers and, and getting the right dialogue with people. And, and that's what we got as if someone's going to get, get, you know, get all butthurt about, Oh, they had the wrong name under the guy. It's like, okay, you, you need to go just live in a hole for a few years and just, well, after Friday too, we took care of that problem, but I yeah. think we were just so shell shocked from fighting all the audio problems from us three running out, putting out fires from, you know, starting early Thursday, you know, we, yeah. were, we were working hardcore to get the studio set up and everything was flying at us. Honestly, the last thing on our mind was like, Oh, we got Johnny athletic up. Let's make sure to change the names. No, yeah, we were I know about our notes. We were worried about the audio. We were worried about everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and I don't think yeah. it's going on to Saturday. It got a lot better on Saturday, except for, of course, when we had <laughs> when we started the stream with what with someone who we all admire and someone who we all grew up watching with Dick Kramer. Yeah, well, so Saturday morning was good, right? You know, we didn't drink Friday night. Um, we were pretty we were pretty relaxed. Uh, you know, Dick Bramer comes on. We chatted with him for five, ten minutes. Great guy. You know, like I said, he, he had a bar in his background. We were asking about that. We were talking a little bit of, about about the sauce. And then and we're like, all right, Dick, you ready? Let's go live. All right, day two, boys. Here we go. Yep, we're ready and to go. We're, we're pumped. We, Dick Bramer. We did the countdown. We did the the hand sign. And it was like, hey, guys, we're here with Dick Bramer once again. Soda Stream day two. And as I was going through it, I could start to hear it being played. Everything I had just read for the last 15 seconds started playing over again. And then five seconds into that repeat, I would hear it repeat again and again and just again shit show. until it was infinitely like 10 of 10 versions of my voice talking in my ear. And I just did this with a headset. I, I can't do that. I can't do it. Guys. <laughs> I can't hear it. Like, and then I've well, I left alone. <laughs> well, I was I was the producer during that, and it was so shocking to me because your voice kept looping and looping. It was just to be your intro over and over and over again. Where I didn't kill the stream right away, I because I wasn't shocked. My mouth was just, I when my mouth was open. I was staring at the screen like, what do I do? What the fuck? How do we fix this? And I, my favorite part of the whole thing was you start the intro, and um, see, I'm watching the stream the whole time as the producer, making sure like everything's working on like the. the but it's on a 20 second delay. So about uh-huh. like 20 seconds after Jack starts his intro, he's like, 
hey, is there an echo? Are you hearing that? I'm like, no, you're fine, man. Keep going. Yeah, yeah just and go, then, man. <laughs> I was like, wait 20, for 30, it. Wait for you're it, like, man. this is weird. You're like, I can't you're do this. It. It's horrible. 20 to seconds I, yeah. later, of course, I'm watching the stream. And all of a sudden, that's I was in pure shock. I was like, you know what, Jack? There, there is just an echo right now. It sounded like everybody was talking <laughs> at, in, on the bad. stream. It's not It's not mm. one of those echoes where you're like, you know what? I'll fight through it. It's like, no, there's, there's, you know, like when people use the phrase, like those voices in my head, there was literally yeah. 10 voices in my head talking to me while I was trying to talk to the lead announcer of the Minnesota Twins. And I was like, I can't do this shit. Like, you, you got you to gotta, you gotta pull it out of production, man. We got to figure you, this out. You felt like a legit crazy person. But I remember I was just out there alone. Like, hey, you're like, just tell Dick we're having problems. It'll be however long. I'm like, I'm just looking at him like, okay, Dick, sorry. We're having technical difficulties. I'm like, oh, Once Jesus. Again, just is a so bunch awkward. of fucking rookies just, just pulling it. <laughs> Figuring it out on the fly. That's what this bunch whole of fucking was, rookies. God, it was fun. It was fun. But yeah, it was fun. And, and I, I know that, that like uh, Zane, you and Bubba did Sage Rosenfels. He 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 was a good guy because he was a love the talk. And, and those are sometimes good interviews because we wanted it to be about them. We want them to be the storytellers. Mm -hmm. And that was well, a he good was one. so candid too. And I loved how he was so open. And he was uh, he was telling us about his hippie parents and all this stuff. And you know, this brings mm -hmm. me to this week's actually Twitter Twitter idiot of the week. Oh yeah, everyone. Oh, no. Everyone, I want to say five or six people were attacked us and attacked Sage Rosenfelds and saying un-American and stuff like that. Dude, he was on supporting the charity and helping us out. He has mm -hmm. way more of a following oh, us. Yeah. He brought so many eyes on this cause. We didn't talk about politics. We didn't talk about anything controversial. Someone had to bring in politics. His life. Every and, time. And, of 2020. Exactly. Every and fucking time. I want to seriously, we got four or five people who, like, and I know a lot of times people on the right get people on the left, like, you're a snowflake and stuff like that. But everyone on the right side were definitely being snowflakes because this was just helping out charity and stuff like that. And you're yeah. un-American, unfollowing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, unfollowing. Follow us. Like, don't calm down. Don't watch like, it. Like just. But, like yeah, I but said, Sage was awesome. I liked how sports. he was telling us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I loved how he was telling us. Like, like, like. Uh, it was pretty shitty to play at the Eden Prairie practice facility. He said mm -hmm. the Metrodome also was pretty shitty, except for mm -hmm. it was extremely, extremely loud, mm -hmm. which was always awesome. But it was awesome mm -hmm. to hear. It was just like, how awesome was it to talk to some of these guys, professional yeah, quarterbacks, no, and people Dick we watched Kramer their whole lives. Also ripping like, on the Metrodome. Yeah, that was he, funny. Uh, he kind of had a little bit of an inside scoop on you know yeah. some of the flaws that came with designing and building it you know it was it was what do you say it was designed for football yet the twins it was designed for it. football initially and they just it's like they just they forced like, yeah, the twins I guess we'll throw in there. the twins and the gophers in there too save like, money let's, let's do it. it yeah let's figure it out the toilet for I loved teams, uh, but... too about Dick Bramer when he was saying you know what like like yeah it sucked when fly balls got hit in the roof but the twins players they they were they were used to it mm -hmm. for playing you know 82 or eight games or half yeah. their season there he said yeah the uh, the uh, visiting teams they say they mm -hmm. absolutely hate oh, it which is actually like I never even thought of it that way, really. Like, mm -hmm. but for sure, that'd be another factor to plan in for a ball game. Yeah, and you know, yeah. we we talked to him about some of you know his, his favorite, some of his favorite moments in Twins history. I mean, he's been doing it for what thirty seven years, so mm -hmm. you know that that guy knows it better than anyone. And um, and, and then you know, kind of moving on to to like Lapanta and PA. I mean, a lot of these people. Like I said, mm -hmm. they're they're normal everyday guys just like us. Yeah, and, and just chilling. Know, for for these guys being people we've never talked to in our entire lives, we just had the chemistry was there. You know, we, mm -hmm. I mean, they were chill. We had we it chill. It was just, and it and we had so much fun with it. Like I said, you know, you take out the charity aspect, the, the live stream, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. all that. I mean, if this was just a conversation, I genuinely enjoyed it, even if there wouldn't mm -hmm. have been a camera there. You know. Yeah, not going down line by line, just writing up questions, one question, one question at a time, you know, asking a question, get an answer. You know, a lot of it was just conversational. Of course, we'd write out, prep some notes and stuff. But like with LaPana, just talking about, you know, how he's doing without hockey, being he's the big wild play-by-play -play guy. And he was outside doing landscape work, so we had to ask about that. That was funny. And just seeing him also when we were asking part of a rapid fire, which was our signature statement, signature one of our signature state segments that a lot of our guests like when we asked him how many fifth graders he could fend off, he literally turns around and asks like his like or whoever was behind him, his friends or his, his kids behind him. And he's like, how many fifth graders do you think I could fend off? Yeah. And it was just, it was just yeah. funny getting them interacting. It was, it was, it was hilarious. Well, and, and I think 10,000 takes played a very pivotal role in this weekend's entertainment because we mm. facilitated you know, inner uh, media beef between video yes, guys and radio guys. Did. I mean, we did. we've heard all the stories about <laughs> the, the shit they give each other, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I think we really brought it out of the wetworks and made it public. So, you know, I was kind of glad we could take that role this weekend as well. Yeah. Cause LaPana was talking about how, you know, we, we, and you can see it on his Twitter. We were talking about, he loves to, he loves to cook and loves to prep steak. He loves meats and, yeah. 
he's a big cook, cook, cooking guy and make, make like really nice dinners. And he was talking about how, you know, other guys that he works with, like Gork, he'll invite over, but he won't invite Kevin Fallness of the Wild Radio Network because he says he doesn't meet his standards. And there was some beef there when we like interviewed Fallness later in the day. He's like, oh, you know, whatever, those TV guys. The only thing Anthony DePanta cares about is Anthony LaPanta. Just like <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> oh, and, that then, and, go, and then we so go, funny. yeah, Kevin, we're just going to let you know LaPanta says you're still not invited over for dinner. And he goes, you know, that's one of, you know, guys, it's one of those invites I've been waiting for for 20 years. And it sounds like I'm going to be waiting a lot longer <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Well, oh, yeah. I, I loved, I absolutely loved an Anthony or an Anthony LaPantha was like, you know what? Tell Falness this video yeah. killed the radio star. Yeah. I thought that I was absolutely hilarious. Or just, yeah, you, you yeah. know, any, any time that a guest would be like, yeah, I see you got this guy on later, you know, give him some shit, you know, bust his balls yeah. for me. And they'd, yeah. they'd, give, they'd give us some like chirping material, mm-hmm. you know, that just made it, it was awesome. so much more fun. I, I, but I think after LaPanta, I think was one of the high, I mean, we had great guests all weekend, but Paul Allen was just, oh, what a man. character. Yeah, that man. was, that was a blast. In when we, we <laughs> said, you want to go over the rapid fire segment, do some hypothetical questions. In I still, I still like right, right. When he shows up, first thing he says, the guy on the left looks like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, That's like his yeah. first word. Yeah. We, entered, like, we, we enter into zoom and PA's like this. Yeah. Guy on the left looks like Kirk Cousins. Like, yeah. And I was yeah. like, thank you. We've been saying that for months. Uh, and like people are either yeah. on one side of it or the other. Like, they're either I, like I guess I it's official. If Paul Jack, Allen thinks it, then I guess yes. it's true. That that gives Jack and I validation because we've been saying it from the start. And Jake, you're like, I guess I could see it, but I don't really see it. Paul yeah, Allen, I just, Paul Paul Allen, Allen has I mean, proved us right. If anyone knows, it's him, man. Or, or I is. guess if we get Kirk on one day, maybe you could be like, hey, Kirk. Do I look like do you? Do I look familiar? Yeah, I, 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 Kirk, do I look familiar? I'm <laughs> twin. Like, oh, no. you know, maybe back in college, I. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, but I, can you quit? Um, say what you just said, but pretend to be Andy. Hey, Kirk. Hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, hey, hey uh, Kirk. <laughs> hey, uh, Kirk. Um, maybe, maybe you and Jake's mom had, had a thing back in the day. Maybe, maybe you know, <laughs> Jake's mom had a uh, thing back in the day. Um, <laughs> does your wife have any uh, really cool scented candles? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the scented candle bit. Oh my Andy, God. It's like never going to go away. Listening, that's it's gonna, never going to go away. Shit Andy, like you're not going to go away from it. I mean, around. I mean, look, I still, give, I still give Jake shit about uh, passing out in a women's bathroom. It's so just going to follow me. Yeah. And then I take I take one picture uh, with, with a girl my age at a bar and Zane <laughs> takes it into a bit that I'm I'm in love with cougars and milfs. I mean, but it's it's a part of the bit. You're it's stuck with it. All right, guys, we're not bullies. And, it's It's a bit. Everybody gets it's every. It's like Bubba's like I'm everybody's punching bag here. I'm putting in my two no, weeks, which no, he said just, several everyone's, times. Everyone's punching bag. You just everyone's, shit. everyone's That's content worthy. I'm sorry. Everybody's and there's some stuff that happens in the group chat that oh, we don't want. Don't we can't talk about on air. Yeah, you don't want to know. You do not want to know. We're we're balls deep in our stream, right? We're so focused oh. on the production, on our interview notes, on just making sure everything goes well. Oh. Meanwhile, half of the time we have people arguing in our group chat and so we have to deal with this on top of everything just like you said earlier jake it's like it's like we just hired a bunch of children oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and and that's why we didn't have some of these people doing paul allen because paul allen was was <laughs> he's a character but he's the real deal and i just just the antic but going back on paul allen like yeah. just some of his antics were just great i just love how he rated his impressions and you know especially when we did the end he's i did the end he's loose and he's like that was good and then he Adrian, 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 right now the middle he's of the like, field Right past the safeties, and he's loose. Like he and he's loose. And he just, yeah, he did, I he's mean, just. He did it I'm like, it was incredible. I'm like, this is this is this is gold. I did not think. I know he was like totally down to do this. He was in to do the bit, to do the impressions bit. Yeah. But I did not think we were gonna get him to like reenact or impersonate his own stuff. This isn't from, this. Oh. This isn't Detroit, man. This is for this the is Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, just. And he was talking about how I actually messed that up. It's actually, this is for the Super Bowl. I said, this is the Super Bowl. Yeah. And he was talking about that. He was so cool about like the calls. I did not actually expect that. And that just proves how cool of a guy he is. Because those are some of the Vikings' worst moments. And he's still joking around with it and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, we're talking about his worst three moments. (laughs) You know, a a couple credit to us type moments. I know we love to do this. But one of them was, you know, midway through, he kept looking at his wife, who he he calls the flight attendant. And he goes, he goes, you know, I, I like these guys. These guys are talented. I like these guys. These guys um, are talented. So not only that, but you got to think <laughs> of, of the amount of stuff Paul Allen has seen in his life in the sports world. And Jake and yeah. I were, be, were able to correctly guess 
two or three of his least favorite mm-hmm. moments. So and mm-hmm. and even I know he gave us two out of three, but I'd say it's like two and a half because he, he uh, said yeah the, he was close. He said the Walsh field goal was pretty much tied, but if he had to give it yeah. to a tiebreaker, he'd say the uh, what was the one we didn't. I for, I forgot I forgot what one it was. Honestly, I don't know if it was the. Oh man, I'm blanking well, on what he you, said was the worst. See, the big issue about Saturday is we had a chance to talk to all of these amazing people, right? Yeah. And then, of course, we had the After Dark segment at night where we consumed a bunch of alcohol for charity. And then, like, it just destroyed half of my memories about the fucking interviews. Yeah, the whole day was a blur thanks to the thanks to being being <laughs> locked in a hot cave for 12 hours a day and then, or for mm-hmm. 14 hours and being on the camera and then drinking, you know, fucking caffeine and, and alcohol all day. It was like uh yeah i mean not just not good for the for the brain and sunday was rough i mean we were we were really behind on sunday but yeah going back into saturday guys i mean after dark it was a blast i yeah i mean like i i think i said this you know earlier that that we were we were pioneers i mean we found out how to drink and raise money for charity at the same time so you know, it was it was it was a lot of fun in that aspect. Well, and I, I was so surprised with how interactive people on the stream were. With we didn't make our most amount of money during the after dark, but we got our by far our most amount of donations because people were so pretty much what we did starting at ten o'clock we did shot for shot. So someone could donate and they could donate whatever, and then they could just comment in the donation section who which ten thousand take member they wanted to take a shot. Mm-hmm. And I loved our timing of it because of course we did that, and then at eleven. 11 p.m. we did karaoke for cash where people donated and then commented a song and a person mm. to sing the song well jake destructive jake <laughs> jake is not a fireball guy in fact I not think a in, fireball uh, guy i think jake and jack have been hanging out for six months now and uh jack has until until that night never saw jake take a fireball shot yeah. i hadn't done a fireball shot in probably over a year until this you past can, saturday you can get this guy blacked out and most blacked out people don't turn down shots but no matter how mm-hmm. fucked up jake is he will he will say no i don't do fireball nope, not doing fireball that yeah. because it'll ruin <laughs> my night it'll ruin my night and it did well you had you had a you had a good five or six shots during there then of course comes the karaoke part by time you are absolutely you're pretty drunk at this point you're pretty blitzed mm-hmm. at this point and so someone someone donates like 15 dollars, and they're like can you please sing before he cheats by carrie underwood or carrie underwood carrie mm-hmm. underwood and <laughs> you're like i don't know that song but i'll try it and then you do it for about 40 seconds and it's absolutely horrible you're not on track you don't know what's going I on don't know what's immediately going on. after you're like you, at 40 seconds and you're like I'm, I'm done with this shit you i pulled a full bubble off and you literally yeah. pass out on the couch, yeah, on the stream. like on the stream behind the set, <laughs> like completely. Yeah, you can see out. me you're on the on, stream. You're on. Str- we stream for another like hour and twenty minutes, and the whole entire time you're passed out. out behind us. Same position. My parents <laughs> yeah. thought I was dead. Yeah, no, there was <laughs> they're actually, freaking out. I was, I was, I was really happy with all the people that interacted during that segment. I mean, I thought, I thought it was a really good idea, and. And what was really funny was there was a point, you know, like I, guys, I, I think I drank like six or seven pounders. I, I had to beer bomb I one so of them. Beers. I took seven or eight shots of fireball. I was so drunk. I remember I, I, I could barely even remember the karaoke thing, but I remember like looking around and being the only guy who was still kind of on camera. Jake's passed out. I can't remember what Zane was doing. Bubba, I, Bubba was kind of sober. So he was, you know, I don't know what he was doing, but, but Andy was sober and it was like a zoo. He was laughing. It was a zoo in the apartment. I remember he was just shaking his head at a certain point. Yeah. Just str- I, I was struggling to say the word. It was just I was a shit so show. And I just look at Andy who is producer and I go, we're done. Cut it. Let's, we're done for the night. Like shut it off. And we'd hit like, we'd hit like one in the morning, I think. And I was like, let's, let's. Let's fucking end this. This is bad. <laughs> this is getting. Well, I just Jake's I like... woke up from the couch right at the end of it. I just heard blaring music, people slurring their words, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, apocalyptic war zone. On this is just insane out here. <laughs> Ten thousand takes only. Fucking legit shit well, like that. I want to quick give a shout out for Chris Long because he helped. He tweeted out and he helped advertise the After Dark segment for us. One of my favorite moments in the whole entire stream was <laughs> apparently Bubba made a lasting impression uh-huh. on Chris because oh, yeah. like we're doing our we're talking with them for two to three minutes before we go live and all of a sudden he's like he's like a little fan and he's like hey uh, is Bubba there? Can I see Bubba? Bubba's my guy. Bubba's my guy and Bubba's like hey Chris how are you? Hi Chris. He went right up to the mic. He's like hi Chris. Yeah. <laughs> oh but and Bu- Bubba too when Eric Norquist came on the producer of uh, Paul Allen's show on 9 and New and on KFan we interviewed him. <laughs> 
he hears he hears his voice. He's like, "Oh my God, it's Nordo!" Smile <laughs> yeah. his right whole interview. Life. And actually, though, with Bubba, so Bubba was on for Tommy O and Nordo, both guys from K Fan. You know, they both do. Uh, Nordo does nine to noon, and, and Tommy O comes in does Tommy takes the power trip. But you know, Bubba Bubba told both them about the pizza roll challenge. You know, I don't know how many of you guys tuned into that, but they were they both think that they could take that on. And now there's going to be a matchup this summer between. Mm-hmm. I think two separate matchups, Bubba versus Nordo mm-hmm. and uh, and Bubba versus Tommy O. So now we have ourselves like a round robin pizza roll eating contest. And, you know, there's going to be some money thrown on it from what I've heard. Jack, you being the degenerate you are, uh, who has to be the betting favorite there? Um. Okay, so Tommy O used to play football. Mm-hmm. And I know how football guys eat, man. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Bubba and Tommy O talked about their Burger King orders. Yeah. And I was <laughs> I, I, I was really close to throwing up. I was like, that is so disgusting. This is disgusting. I, maybe, yeah. I, like, B- 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 Bubba was like Bubba an average asked, order from Burger King's, like what's $50 your a- for me. Five, what do you say? <laughs> B- Bubba said five flaming burger something. <laughs> five oh, Whoppers geez. or whatever. Yeah. And, oh, it's just, yeah. And Tom, I mean, Tommy, he's definitely slimmed down since his football days, but you know, I know, I know he still has that in him. So, you know, personally, yes, there, there will be boss man bets wagers. Uh, I know our lawyer, Billy Brew didn't like the last time I opened my own illegal no, casino and created odds, but I will be doing mm-hmm. it again. Um, and yeah, just tune in for that this summer. But finally our, our final day, which was Sunday, you know, we had had technical difficulties at the start of the stream the first two days. So, you know, as as, as smart men as we are, we noticed a pattern where the first person who's going to come on is going to, there's something going to, something's going to happen. Right. And Oh, for sure. And we were, we were, we we even warned Jace too. We warned Jace before it came out. Before it even happened. Like, Hey, expect, expect technical difficulties. Okay. Yeah. He was was super chill about it. And you know, right. Of course, right on time when he fucking starts the echoing comes back. But this time, what we did before did not fix it. So we found ourselves once again on day three in a new situation with a new problem where the, the last two problems we had, the solutions to fix those didn't work. So once again, all the way up until the end, guys, we were working on the fly. I mean, it, on your end, it, it was a it was a pretty well put together production. But behind the scenes, I mean, putting out fires was, is the best way. To oh, man. It. It was like we were, we were, it was like panic mode, just running around like crazy. Just like, it, oh gosh, like we can't hear anything. Like, I'm like, dude, I, my, 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 one of my thoughts, my negative thoughts was like, this is okay. Like on Sunday, we're never going to get this fixed. This day's a wash and mm-hmm. it just sucks. Yeah. That's and what like, I was thinking too, because yeah, it we was getting resolved. With under a few minutes, but this, this time had been, I mean, we did not, we even called up our guy, Jack Mason, shout out. He was kind of yeah. the, he was kind of the resource Support if we had guy. problems, and he was even like, uh, I don't know. Like, okay, man, can you try closing this and then it fixes it? Or something worked yeah. and we're like, burning. We're good. We're back. <laughs> we're back on. Well, and- we were putting out fires all weekend, and that had, for me, anyways, that was by far the most. I wasn't even Jack. You were the one dealing with it, but just as like someone who wanted the stream to go well, that was by far the most frustrating part of the weekend mm-hmm. for me because it was 15 minutes straight of that yeah. echo. And yeah, like, luckily my full, my, on. my full-time time. job is putting out fires with technology, so you know I was kind of in I was kind of in the zone. But I mean, it's just, it still sucks. It's like with with technology, new shit's gonna happen that that has not happened before, and that happens every day on the job. So so really. You know, all we could do was just use our resources and just try stuff. And luckily for us, you know, within 15 minutes on Sunday, within five minutes Saturday, within five minutes on Friday, we we would resolve stuff. But man, I mean, like I said, the words Firefest came to mind. All these people Mm -hmm. had been tuning in for this awesome experience and and I was afraid we couldn't deliver it, but we pulled it off. So, you know. Yeah. Looking back on it, like that was, we, we put those out in, in, and what I would say like record time compared to what I would think we would put them out in. I mean, it just feels like a damn eternity mm-hmm. when you're in that situation. Like I realized like Jesse Pierce on Friday, yeah, that felt live like, viewers, right? That start. was like, a cu- that was like a couple minutes, a few minutes, which still, you, you still sucks, but it, it felt like it was like an hour, 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, Oh, thank God. I'm just glad we were able to get 50 minutes with Jace Frederick and still had an amazing interview still got you know still had some great info from him but glad we didn't have to uh you know we didn't have to push any other guests out i do want to point out like i'm so glad i i'm no offense andy but i 
I'm just the cow route after the kid. The cow <laughs> route take, man. That that's just not a good take. And that the, explain he, explain it to the people who don't know who, have, who so, may have not heard this. So I, I brought it up with our next guest after Frederick Alexis Pearson, who's a co-host with Jesse Pearson, the Bar Down Beauties podcast. And you know we talk about our Mount Rushmore of Minnesota Minnesota hockey players. Okay, Kyle Rao is on his Mount Rushmore. So essentially, Kyle Rao is in his top four. Okay, his top four all of all time. time. Yes. All time first, Minnesota. The first time you said that name, I was like, who the hell is that? I mean, no offense well, to Kyle, <laughs> but he's clearly, no, you know. Nothing not, against you know. Kyle Rao. Like, he's a good, dirty player. I think he's still playing in Iowa Wilds, Inc. Can you confirm? Is he still playing in the minors? Um, According so. to, uh, uh, yeah, he NHL. But that's 20. your first indicator yeah, right but, there is that he's putting a person who hey, plays in the AHL for, he, you know, on your Mount Rushmore. That's where mm. you know there's a problem. Right. I mean, well, the see, guy's and, a good player. I mean, he, yeah. he, he's a grinder, but he's not a top four player. And then, like, Alexis no. was laughing at it. It's like, <laughs> dude, that – oh, my gosh, well, dude. It, here's the thing. Like, like, Jake, me and you obviously know who Kyle Rao is because we're Minnesota kids. The kid was right. amazing in high school. The kid put yeah. up an unreal amount of points for the Gophers. But he's – Translate that to the NHL, which is the highest level, and it proves who is the best of the best. Kyle Rao has not yet, you know, succeeded like at a great level yet in the NHL. No, and you can't you put could. him over like Herb Brooks or all the no. other great Minnesotans Neil who Broughton are or exactly is that crazy. Like what the hell? EJ Oshie, you know, keep Andy. going on and on and on. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> Okay, I can't. I'm done. I'm I done. Uh, I imitating. Do I, I'm not gonna imitate Andy while doing this, but he did, all he did was told me that he saw him score at the Isco State Hockey Tournament, and from there he's and a he top knew, four player. And he knew apparently. at that moment that he was the guy. Now here's he was, a, here's a guy. Now here's a guy. This guy <laughs> has total. Oh no, <laughs> just <laughs> people just go on our YouTube and uh, you look up Joe Buck announces points. <laughs> we'll go into that a little more, but yeah, let's continue on on the soda stream, but. Well, yeah, it was, was... Uh, it was awesome to talk to Charlie Strobel. Um, we yeah. did that at two o'clock mm-hmm. on Sunday. One thing, and I know Jack, you did this with Casey O'Brien and Robbie Stucker as well. It was it's really interesting to hear like the college athlete perspective mm-hmm. of kind of how COVID nineteen is changing with their sports schedule. Like Charlie Strobel said, he hasn't skated in over a month. He says he can't even remember the last time he did it. He guessed maybe when he was four or five. And I'm same with Casey O'Brien. I mean, I know that they were even speculating there might not even be a season. Like everything's up in the air, and that's it's scary actually to say like yeah. how scary. horrible would it be if there was no college football next year? I mean, or and, this and year, I guess. Like I said on the stream, like this this coronavirus could forever change the schedule of sports. We we might see college mm-hmm. football in the spring from here on out, um, especially if if they have to do it, and then they find out that it's a really successful idea, and and you know we we don't see something like the XFL ever come back. I mean, that could all start because of coronavirus. So it's, you know, and hearing, hearing, hearing what these speculations, you know, could and how they could affect, like Casey said, you know, a a lot of my, I keep saying, you know, and I can fucking hear myself saying it, but um, Casey, Casey said, there are guys who, (laughs) you know, are going to enter the draft. You know, they Mm -hmm. were, they were going to try to enter the draft and the draft comes in April and May and that could be bowl season. So hearing it from these players puts it in perspective. And I, I really enjoyed hearing that because I hadn't heard it from a, from a college athlete before hearing it on the air. So mm-hmm. that, that would be really be crazy. Cause like a lot of players would definitely sit out that bowl game to ensure a higher draft status. If that, if it came to it, they definitely yeah, would, which would definitely for change the, the base. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that would definitely change the, the college football, like hugely. Yeah. Bigly. Mm-hmm. Bigly. bigly bigly it would change it bigly yeah i mean can you imagine having college football in the spring that would be insane i, I just i, I couldn't even great i'd love it really yeah. i disagree I, I mean we can have a debate on this but i i 100 disagree i love the fall football i love how you know you wrap up summer you're depressed yeah. a little bit then you have college football come in the fall i i, I love a fall october Back night football. november you're right. You're right. night uh you know, at TCF Bank Stadium, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's wonderful. Plus January and February suck. Those months suck. Yeah. Sucks that too. would suck in Minnesota if we started the season or like that would suck. Those guys would be miserable. Yeah. I, I, just be okay. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah. You switched. I switched you. There you we go. Correct. No, no, no. <laughs> this isn't Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. This isn't Montreal, man. This is for the Stanley cup. <laughs> 
Virtual, I, I know Jack, virtual high fives. Virtual high fives. I know Jack uh, going on on the on Sunday. I know Bubba was super excited to interview your your brother with you. He was just yeah, psyched he's, about yeah, he's that. Got this fucking weird obsession with my brother. Teej. Everyone he, knows Teej. No, he's never even met never him. Met Teej. Like, no, I know. Have I you noticed that about Teej? Bubba, he has weird obsessions with all, all of our brothers. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Why? Oh, yes. why, why? Why? Why does he? Dude, why is he obsessed God. with our family yeah, members? I just realized. I just realized none of us have sisters. Thank oh, the I Lord. Well, I mean, you got you got any cousins that are hot? Oh, he does oh, that all the time. Are they? But I'm age? just. Oh. And then, and then you know, he goes, "Damn, damn, Jake, I'm gonna become a brother-in-law." Or, it's like, I've I've confronted what? the kid about this so many times, but he pretty much just uses my girlfriend's friends as his personal like attempt to mm-hmm. date pool if you haven't yep. noticed mm-hmm. and it's, hey, it's like got tinder now <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah yeah so go on tinder, tinder do it the old-fashioned yeah. i'm gonna now. date sophia <laughs> i think i'm he was saying all day saturday after he met up with the girlfriend love. i think i'm in love it's like <laughs> dude you, you have what's going bro. on man the soda stream we're ready to kill each other all of us by the end of the weekend man you talk oh. about you talk about being in front of a camera for 26 hours oh in a small apartment gosh. with the same group of people. That's one way to just not only, you know, make a place just turn into a pig pen, but also, you know, just t- turn everyone against each other at one point. He, Bubba uh, goes, I need a break. I need time away from you guys. Well, yeah, Bubba, <laughs> my favorite – yeah, well, my favorite thing was we did we interviewed Tyler George. He was our very last. Oh my uh, god, Bubba and Jack awesome did. guy. Was, One of my probably top Bubba's five favorite there. interviews. Mm-hmm. You're Tyler George is gold medalist. I mean, in curling, yes. yeah. And he, the dude was awesome. And Bubba, this was the very last one. So at this point, we're on hour twenty-seven or twenty-eight of streaming for the weekend. And Bubba just looks pissed off the whole entire interview. Like he doesn't. He's just doing this. At a certain point, Jack taps him. And what we should be doing during these interviews, anyways, is just having a conversation with the other person. Yeah, no, I I tap him to say something, and he just yeah, you just tap him, and instead of having a conversation with him, he just picks up our notes. He He puts it in front of his face. I can't even read this. He looked so disinterested in Olympic Village. I'm like, dude. Are you doing this right now? After we had had all, <laughs> after you'd had all this practice and experience, you're really just gonna read off the tablet? Such disrespect it's like, it's to not so... only an Olympic gold medalist <sighs> in the sport of curling, you know, I'm brought telling home you, a championship, we have... but a super genuine, cool guy who not only likes oh, to talk sports, awesome but loves to talk about drinking. You know, and Tyler Perfect. George, you guys will see him come on the rundown soon because he, he said he'd love to come on. And mm-hmm. it was just I, I should have been up there alone. Not only was I asking all the questions, but yeah, he's just sitting there like this. Well, Jack, you could see it in your eyes. Like at a certain point, if, I literally thought you were just gonna sh- kick him out. Like yeah, I honestly dude. thought you were because yeah. you looked pissed off uh, at him. Dude, how do you not sit there and be like, I, I've been I've been in from from starting jobs from when I was like sixteen to now to in college doing stuff uh, on TV and then till now. If I'm having a shitty day, a rough day, or I'm tired and I do not want to be there and I could easily just look down and stuff, even though I don't really mean to look disinterested, you you have the notion in your head to be like, okay, I don't want to look rude. I don't. I want to be, still be professional. You can pretend to be happy for You just pretend minutes. to be happy. He, it's like, how do you not have the, the notion in your head to be like, how do I look on camera right now? You're like this. To a well, fucking yeah, gold medalist and, Olympian. And, and what know, is going through your head? I don't know. I want to like smack you on the head and be like, okay, did I? I don't know if this was just me, but I don't like, get it. I, I had watched that 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 curling match live for the gold, you know, at 11 p.m. during P, uh, the P- Pyongyang Winter Olympics. Yeah, Pyongyang. Sorry, uh, what was it? I think it's Pyongyang, or no, it was a place outside of Pyongyang, but it was in South Korea. We get the point. Okay, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, but I totally forgot. You know, I I had totally wanted to talk to this guy about his mm-hmm. experience. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get to talk to a gold medalist any no. every day. They're not. You know, yeah, they're they're not just people you just reach out to and, and chat up. I mean, luckily Tyler mm-hmm. is actually like that. But so like I I had a genuine interest to learn about him. But yeah, it's just I, I yeah, you've been up there alone at that point. That's that's yeah, my only thought for Sunday. It's like geez, and then after we're done with Sunday, and we're like okay, we're gonna go on for a conclusion here really quick, and we got to start cleaning up. And Alex has been sitting on the couch for like forty five minutes. He has the guts to say. No, let's just take a break here. I need like 10 minutes to unwind while he's laying on his back on the couch, on his phone. He's been sitting there for like over a half an hour. What do you, what do you mean you need 10 minutes to unwind? And we've been running around like, dude, it makes no, it's like, and it was like, it was Sunday. It's like, I 
I just don't know anymore with this kid. I just don't well, he know. Had, he has no excuse to act the way he did during the Tyler George interview. No excuse. Because he, he interviewed, his last interview was TJ from 1 to 2 p.m. After that, we had that, Charlie Strobel. Yeah, and my brother is super cool. Like, he's not the kind of person that, you know, you, you need to work super hard on, you know, talking to. Uh-huh, 100%. No. And I, it, it but does, he had, it doesn't take much much brain power, but yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. He, he got done interviewing him at uh, 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. TJ was on for an hour. Thank you very much, TJ. And he didn't have to go on until 4.30. He had two no. and a half hours to decompress, mm-hmm. and he still shows up to the Tyler George interview like that. Yeah. And then as soon as the interview is done, he's like, I need a 10-minute break. Dude, you just had a two and a half hour break. You do unwind. not need it. It's just like, re- no reason dude, to act that way. It's like, and we, 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 we were all, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't, you know, as tired and as messed up as I was like Saturday night and, and, or as tired as I was and kind of foggy in the mind from Saturday night, getting really messed up. Like I was still, you find that excitement to talk to people, you know, like, you know, Kevin Gorg and Mike Russo, who, you know, Saturday night, I probably said I had interviewed Russo like a million times when I, when you guys try to I got an interview Russo in the morning. I got an interview Russo. I got an interview Russo. I can't do it. But, but yeah, going back to my point, it's like, it, I did feel tired, but I, when I came on the interview, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is still awesome. You find that energy to talk to them. You find that energy. You don't even just pretend you just find it. Alex should have been like, Oh, I'm talking to gold medals right now. Let's, let's do it. But it's like, dude, come on, man. Just, like i mean we're not 12 man we're 24 years old this isn't detroit this is the soda stream dallas this isn't this isn't montreal man this is for the stanley cup <laughs> the virtual hockey he does that's great oh man um Boy, but should, yeah but should we should we wrap this up i think we're getting pretty close to an hour yeah we're getting pretty close i just want to i mean i, I guess i just want to quickly mention that uh, yeah, so thanks again to everybody who donated to the soda stream donated over 1700 dollars. but anybody who wants to watch any sports South Korean baseball's on, so you know, check that cool. out. I think what ESPN make a deal with them to do like a, like do like six games a week. I mean, it's something to watch. And there's a Twins. There's a team named the named the Twins, and they basically they ripped. Something. They basically ripped off our uh, our our old logo. So credit, yeah, credit to them for taking the uh, you know a, a a real a real one there. Yeah, I I don't know if I uh yeah I mean I don't know how to take that if I should be pissed or uh, happy about it, but whatever. If it's baseball, I get to watch something live. I might tune in a little bit, but I want sports back soon. But uh, like some of the guests said, like fallness and some of the hockey guys, they would like to bring back, for example, like bring it back. Right. Don't force it. You know, if you can't bring it back next season, which I agree, but yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I want to thank everybody, all the guests who came on the, the soda stream and everybody that put in the work to do it. Everybody on our team, the 10,000 takes team. Cause even people that weren't there at, at Jack's apartment, the studio, um, a lot of people put a lot of work into it. Guys like, uh, Dev and, and Will Rosini, um, that put Billy in the brew, baby, Billy brew who uh, helped test and troubleshoot stuff. He gave us tips throughout the week and watching it. And Will Rosini obviously did that interview with Casey O'Brien. Um, he helped out with a lot of prep work, but all the other people definitely helped out with doing a lot of different things and all the guests and all the people who donated. It was a, it was just such a magical experience, such a magical experience. But and, and once again, it, for those of you who weren't able to watch or, or you want to yeah. watch something, um, we're going to be releasing them. I think starting next week or maybe even later mm-hmm. this week, uh, one, one interview per day. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, just just keep uh, keep watching out on our social media to see your favorite people and, and see us talk to them because I think a lot of them were really fun interviews. Yeah, definitely. You, you guys will definitely enjoy them, especially the Paul Allen. But everybody, like I mentioned before, we went on air. Everybody had brought some value every interview is entertaining um in some way so definitely check those out when we put those out but anyway i mean make sure to follow us on twitter at 10,000 takes mn when we do come out with all that new content we really put it there even facebook search us at 10,000 takes and also instagram at 10,000 takes look us up on youtube 10,000 takes all our video and content is there um yeah we'll be uh, we'll be we'll, we'll be uh, we debuted our trick shot video on the stream but hopefully we'll be posting that soon on there as well and also we have a lot of our tailgating videos on that and yeah so guys make sure to check out our social media follow on stay up to date on the content thanks everybody again for tuning in for the soda stream and thanks for checking us out on this week's episode of the minnesota rundown have a great week everybody peace out